This is Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Young Persons Radio. I am your host, Colby Smith. With me, as always, is my intern, <laughs> ready to learn the ropes of the business, uh, Sally Haas. Hello. Hello. So excited that you gave me this opportunity. I'm just really excited to be here and work for free. Thank you. What are you hoping to learn from your time as an intern here on my show? I just would love to know what it takes to just be so effortlessly charming. Every time you get on the air, I'm like, what's he going to say next? I'm hanging on your every word. It's this incredible mix of, um, you know, erudition and, mm-hmm. uh, and fun that mm-hmm. I just bow down to. Well, I don't, here's what I would say to that. Uh-huh. This is not something you can really teach. Mm. This is a thing mm. that I have learned mm. from trying to teach interns in the past that you kind of have to be born with it. It's sort of like the, the you're familiar with the X factor, right? Uh, the show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're either born with it or you're not. Right, that's the way it is. You're either born with the show, the X factor, or, or you're not. You don't have, or, or you, you can't get it you ever. You can't get it, right. Because this is, it's like a, the channel that you're born with. Right. So I can show you how to like plug in a microphone mm-hmm. or like adjust a soundboard. Mm-hmm. Well, then let me ask you this. What the hell am I doing here? You're learning. Bridget, are you on the line? She's connecting audio and can't hear us yet. She's connecting and can't hear us yet. I just want to say for people, if you're noticing that the show sounds like shit now, <laughs> uh, it's a It's a bit. <laughs> It's a bit it's that a we're trying out. Bit. It's, it's a, a hilarious, hilarious bit, bit that we're trying out where we were just like, wouldn't it be so funny if the show sounded like absolute ass mm-hmm. during the pandemic? Yeah. I think it's hilarious. It's a funny bit. Thank you. It's the kind of bit I could never think of on my own because I'm the intern. And that is and that's how called, good you are. You know what that is? What? That's called knowing your place. You passed the first test of being an intern. I'm just excited to be here. So, while we're waiting for Bridget to connect the audio, um, I can answer any, like, questions you have about, like, radio history. Oh, yeah. Or, like... Well, is the, this is a radio show, mm-hmm. not a podcast, right? No, no. Okay, so how... Huge difference. Here's a question for me. That's maybe can a good place to start. Can people turn, you know, they're in their car, can they flip to a station and hear this show? If if people who are in their cars want to hear the show, they have to first download an app. Now, there are lots of different app choices. Wait, no, you didn't listen to my question. If I'm in the car and I'm I using heard... my built-in radio that the car came with, okay, and I just flip to a number, yeah, or I say, oh, I wonder what young person's radio number is, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I love that. Let's just guess it's ninety-seven nine. I go there, can I hear your show? So the way to hear the show is to not really use the radio so, as we know. Okay, well then I need to ask, is this a, can this be called a radio show? It is, it's, it's, it's a radio show in the same way that Netflix is TV. Netflix isn't TV, Netflix is streaming service. Well, there you go. This is streaming live audio programming. Oh, I see. Okay, so it's radio for the modern age. Exactly. Mm. It's the next step in radio's evolution. I get it. I get it. Okay, I like that. I like that. I do. I do. 
Thank you. <laughs> Colby, are you upset that? Oh, we've got another. Oh my God. We've got a friend. Sorry. Hey, hey Bridget, uh, connect to audio much? <laughs> Uh, my bad. I didn't realize. I was like, I'll hear them once they join. I just like turned it on and I was like, why is it taking forever? And then I looked and then there you go. So next question for you, Bridget Riscala from Harold Knight at UCB. Oh my God. <laughs> can you hear us okay? I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Okay, good. That Does that mean everyone listening hears us perfectly and that the audio is actually perfect? I think that's what it means. Yeah. Yes. I think the audio is 10 out of 10. What do you think? <gasps> okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. I give it 10 out of 10. Me too. I would give it 10 out of 10 as well. There you go. So Bridget Riscala from Harold Knight at the UCB Theater here in New York City. Um, you are joining us uh, uh, via Zoom here on this pre-recorded episode of Young Persons Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn, hosted by me, Colby Smith, every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. And his intern, Hallie Haas. Hallie Haas is here as well. She's my intern now. Wow, I'm a huge fan of the team. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, are you wondering if she's getting college credit for this? Because the answer is shockingly yes. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Retroactively. Going, That's amazing. I'm getting my post back in. <laughs> I'm getting my post back in a radio streaming. Uh, media, new media, actually. New media, yeah. New media, and with a focus okay. on streaming radio. Wonderful. I'm so happy for you, Hal. You've always Great. wanted that. I know. Bridget. It's almost as if my my duo my dual uh, degree in theater and comparative literature wasn't enough. Almost as if, not quite, but almost. Hey. It's almost as if. In today's marketplace, it's not enough. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that I was late to a thing that I literally didn't have to go anywhere for. <laughs> No, it's good that it's good that you joined when you did. It gave it gave me as the intern some time to assert myself, and um, yeah, for us to develop uh, a premise. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually know? essential that you were late. <laughs> that I'm essential to the world. Yeah, I mean, and Colby will do this thing where he kind of just starts recording without saying anything. Yeah, it's Marin style. <laughs> Is that what he does? Yeah, it's Mark Marin style. Now, I know this from taking um, asshole podcasters in the 21st century. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow, that's a really hard class to get into. It was a hard class to get into. I had to write a 500-page um, <laughs> uh, application. A 500-page application? <laughs> I meant to say word. A 500-word application. So, can I just guess who the other podcaster, the other asshole podcasters are on your curriculum for yes. this class? Yes. Uh, I feel like you start and end with Pete Holmes. Yes, absolutely. But at one point you do like him a little bit. Before you know better? Yeah. <laughs> like early in the semester, you're like, yeah, this isn't so bad. And then yeah. you think about it for a second, you're like, oh no. Yeah, and you're like, wow, he's the guest in every episode. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you go from Pete Holmes, then you go to Chris Hardwick, famously yeah. canceled podcaster. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there you go to Alec Baldwin. What's yes. his podcast? He has like a podcast on WNYC. On WNYC. Uh, see, it's called Here's the Thing oh, no. with Alec Baldwin. Alec, Alec needs to stick in his lane a little more. I know? agree. Get off SNL. Get out of WNYC. Strictly, I want you in prestige comedy. Yeah, prestige comedy. <laughs> Is Joe Rogan an asshole? I feel like he's not an asshole. 
here's the thing about Joe Rogan. <laughs> you mean here's the thing with Bridget Riscala about Joe Rogan? <laughs> here's the thing. It depends on what side of the grass you are on. <laughs> that's, I guess that's true, yeah. You might think Joe Rogan's a, an asshole if you're a libtard. He's one of those people that, like, I think everybody's scared to be like, I think I like him, you know? Right. But is he an asshole, though? I, I feel <laughs> like no. I think you probably, think so? but he I don't know. he's not coming over, so I don't care, you know? <laughs> Did we miss anybody in this uh, curriculum? I uh, know, um, that was the full For part. sure. Oh, nice, yeah. Does Ellen have a podcast? Did you say well, Ellen? Yeah, I think Ellen's an asshole. <laughs> Ellen's probably an asshole, yeah. Ellen's game heads up. Uh, you know, app games are a part of the curriculum and heads up features prominently in that. <laughs> As in that we have, we actually, the whole class is we have to play that game. The whole <laughs> class long. Oh, gotcha. Just like a substitute every day. Minutes. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll probably go after I'm working on my thesis, you know. Yeah. What's your thesis title? My thesis title is um, how interning for a streaming radio service uh, um, show affected the way I view American media. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful and profound, and I love it. It's ambitious, too, it's in scope. Yeah, it's 500 pages long. <laughs> because she really misread the assignment, it could have only been 500 words, but now it's 500 pages. It's not a thesis if it's not over 250 pages. That's what it's I not a thesis, if a thesis if I don't want to kill myself before the, I get to the end of it. Yeah, exactly, right. It's not a thesis if you feel like there's, there's got to be, you're, she's definitely repeating herself at some point in this. The sixth time you hear the same topic sentence, just on refrain, it's like, yikes. Now, Bridget, you've written a number of academic papers yourself, haven't you? I have, I have. Do you want to hit us with some of the subjects on these? Oh, just the subjects? Great. Um, my, my first is how the size of your nose and the size of your brain are correlated. <laughs> it is, does smell impact your memory, you know? Um, wait, wait. No, sense is the, scent is the strongest sense tied to memory there's a lot of in that sentence um so your paper is about all of the s sounds in that sentence yeah honestly at first it started off about science and then it became a lot about speaking speech wait, can i just ask you this the for your first paper it's the cuter the nose the bigger the brain right <laughs> Yeah, because I had a crush on somebody who had a really cute nose, and I thought he was really smart. Turns out I was stupid, you know, but my nose, not that cute, so also checks out. Um, but here's the thing about science is reproducibility is like a huge thing. So like if you do a test, you have to make sure that you can redo this test 100 times and get the same result. Because mm -hmm. if you don't get the same result, your results are useless, you know? Sort of like hosting a, a show on a, a streaming audio content service where you just keep hosting it almost four years in thinking it's almost going to be popular. If I just keep going, it'll be popular. And then it keeps not happening. But when is the experiment over, Bridget? I don't know. Uh, the experiment is over when you decide it's over. Uh, or well, when the <laughs> National Institute of Podcasting def defunds you. Yeah, I do. I do get a lot of funding from the National Institute of Podcasting. I had to apply for a grant, and the, yeah. the, the, it was one question. And it was like, "Do you want the money?" And I was like, "I'll take it." 
Wow, that's not a very uh, extensive grant application. I got in when the getting was good. It was before there was all this red tape around podcasting where like, oh yeah, and now you, you have that's a great. hook, you had to have ideas for your show. Right. I didn't need any of that when I started mine. Now all you need is a relatively charming host and apparently a computer. <laughs> yep, that's all you need now. This is an essential service, according to I don't know, Paul, You started this and now you have an intern? That's amazing. That's true. I guess business is kind of booming for the show right now. I mean, I'm unpaid, so it's not it doesn't reflect anything. About no, we the monetary cannot value. pay you. I know. There's yeah, but college credits they're worth a lot. Not to me after my degree, but they're worth a lot to somebody. Postback is gonna change my life. Yeah, Bridget. you and me both, sister. Bridget. Yes. Do you agree that if you were in college now, you'd be better at it? Absolutely. Yeah, what the fuck right. Doing in college, useless years to be in college. Yeah, and we should go. We should be able to go to college when we're like in our thirties. I just want to say that I was really good at college when I went. You feel like you got everything out of it that you could? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Yeah. College was for me like social degree like for four years like I was just learning how to be around people even though I already like I was just perfecting the art of being uncomfortable were you a big partier Bridget uh on and off you were like, weren't I, you, you like I can hang. dog <laughs> no I like to stay out late that's very much who I am because I don't it's not yeah. that I don't like going home I'm just like I'm gonna stay out I'm already here once yeah, I'm yeah. out it's so hard to go home yeah I, until yeah. The, the there's that shift where it's like if I don't leave now I'm gonna murder myself and then it's like oh, yeah one time I looked around and I realized I was the last person at the party and people were like really like just waiting for me to leave so they could start cleaning up and I was like oh I can never let this happen again Colby this year in January I went to my friend's birthday party and she left two hours before me <laughs> 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 I was just out too late and was I was this, okay with it, was this, it this was like at a bar right Yes. Okay. So here's a question, Bridget. When was the last house party you went to? House party? Like in an actual house? I'm not, not even talking like I go to someone's house and then we like go to the bar to meet everyone. Like wh when was the last time you had a party that was like at a house? I think New Year's Eve I went to Millie's thing. Millie's it would have to be. Oh, yeah. It would be nice to be invited to that. Um, I don't know that I was invited. Oh, a party, so Colby, on New Year's. You had <laughs> a party. I had my own house party on New Year's. Oh, it would have been nice to be invited to that. You were, Bridget, and you didn't know. I know, I know. I was invited. I was invited. You texted us pictures of yourselves hanging out all night instead. I didn't text you anything, and that was also just to say hi to you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know how else you could say hi? In person. At Colby's party. All right. Next New Year's Eve, I'll be at your house. Don't worry. That's what I wanted. <laughs> There you go. I also, you taught me that this quarantine is that like if somebody sends you a picture of their face, you're supposed to send a picture of your face. I yeah. did not know this was customary in That's our- 100% how that tacit arrangement goes. Yeah. yeah. That is insane to me. It's like, you want to send me a picture of your face? Thank you. Congrats. You sent me a photo. I don't have to well, send you one back. Why are you so afraid? Of showing your face. That's exactly right. Is there something you want to hide? Yeah. Did you yes, just like everything? I'm hiding <laughs> everything. My whole personality is a wall. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? Do I want to hide something? I do comedy on purpose. Bridget was <laughs> praying for quarantine. When this started happening, she was like, please shut down the city, Mayor. <laughs> Here's the I don't thing. Want people to see me. 
I don't, I like, I'm very social. I don't like quarantine, but it's not the worst thing, you know? Yeah, it's, it, it could be worse. It could definitely be worse. Dude, I'm so used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine going out. Hallie's extreme. Al, I think you are thriving. <laughs> I'm having a great time. I can tell. It's just every like fifth night, I'm like, I can't believe I have to make food for myself again. <laughs> oh my God, I feel like I'm cooking all the time and I don't mind cooking, but I'm just like, I would much prefer somebody else to do this for me. I, I it, it's, it's gone from like being a fun thing that I enjoy doing sometimes to this obligation Everybody that I makes have to bread. Do three times a day. I mean, it's really great that we do this for ourselves. And I think it's really, it's probably the only way that some people would have been forced to learn how to do any of this for themselves. But the uh -huh. thing is, I already knew and I just didn't want to do it. And now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're being forced to do the thing. Yeah, you right. have no choice. Yeah. Yeah, like you took away all my choices. It's like, sometimes I just want to be alone. But here's the thing. Now I have no other option. We have yeah. no free will anymore. Now you were telling me, Bridget, that you have been getting a lot of takeout because you think it's funny to uh, shit on the underclass that delivers the food. And I yeah, think yeah. that's it, messed up of you to I, think. I that. think it's really messed up of me. But I took a page out of Lizzo's book and I love to berate the service workers of America. That is Wait, <laughs> is that what Lizzo does? No, I think Lizzo one time somebody like her Postmates driver like stole her delivery. Oh, and yeah. she about it and then everybody yelled at her because they were like you don't realize that you just like ruined this person's reputation this is like a poor person and you just like now oh. they got fired and this and that and i'm like well here's the thing she wasn't wrong she shouldn't have tweeted about it but they did <laughs> steal her food <laughs> they did a bad job the job of the post mate is to <laughs> deliver the food, not eat it. I think it's funny calling the people who work for Postmates the Postmates. <laughs> that is <laughs> mate, like friend. <laughs> yeah, he's it's the, my Postmate, yeah. my Post friend. <laughs> yeah, he's the Postmate. <laughs> I have coworkers; they have Postmates, and that's so cute. <laughs> that's what it is. I've never used Postmates, but if I did, I'd be like, "Thank you, Postmate." And your caviar. And the Postmate is here. The Postmate is here. And they should wear the little outfits that's on the logo. I want my Postmates in like a little bellhops outfit. And I like my Postmates they all have, like, like cute British accents, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, hamburgers are this," and I'm like, "Thank you, sir." I'm actually grateful for the work, ma'am. <laughs> And I'm like, I bet you are. Thank you so much. This is sixpence on me. Go get a full of candy. It would be such a funny thing if, like, one of these rich people, like, got something delivered to, like, their place on the Upper East Side, and they were like, oh, all I have is British money. <laughs> Here are a few pounds. Yeah. It's worth a lot more than the dollar, but you have to go to the airport to get it exchanged. <laughs> Those people sound awful, but here's the thing. That is my life. This is what I do. I love to make it hard for service workers. You don't yeah. mean that. <laughs> and also the thing that I really did say, though, is that I haven't ordered yet. <laughs> no, we, we legit were talking about how we have not had the stones to order takeout we yet. We haven't ordered yet. But Colby no. and I have talked about it. We, we keep talking about we it. We talked yeah. about ordering Indian. We walked by Shake Shack, and I was like, I really want to order Shake Shack. Yeah, we got to get so, Shake Shack. I think we do. Bridget. Sometimes talking about a thing is gives you the same satisfaction as doing the thing. That's what they tell you to not do when you're working on a creative project is to yes. not talk about it because it will satisfy the part of your brain that needs to work on it. Is that what they say? Yeah, and a lot is of that like a doctor's opinion. A lot of yeah. 
budding young creatives listen to this show and I just want to give them the inspiration that they're looking for. Here. Don't tell anyone you're working on your projects. <laughs> well, they're like, don't go into like details about it. Oh, okay. You, you can know. say like- You can say, oh, I'm working on- A project. In my case, uh, 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 a 12-part uh, fantasy, fantasy series. There are things of- home that inside the book is like a story of like a young boy named Bowlby. <laughs> Bowlby. <laughs> comes of age uh, and like fights with swords and stuff. I can't wait to read this series. <laughs> it's, I'm going to write the whole thing during quarantine. It's all going to come out at once. All 12 books. <laughs> I love it. Bridget, what were you saying? Um, but then there's also accountability. So like if you talk about it, then you feel guilty and need to do it. So it depends on how That's you That's true. That's true. It can't work the other way. Where if it's yeah. like, I'm going to see this person again that I talked a big game to about writing this 12-book fantasy series about Bowlby, the elf, yeah. and I need to have something to show next time I see them. That's what I feel like I learned about stand-ups is that they do things because they told their therapist that they would. <laughs> <laughs> And then they have to see them next week. So they're like, oh, yeah, so I did do that thing that we talked about. <laughs> it's so funny being accountable to your therapist. Like, I've definitely yeah. been through that where I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't, I didn't do my meditation tonight that my therapist assigned me. And then I feel really bad. And I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't meditate. Ah! <laughs> um, what will my therapist think of me? <laughs> Surely lesser than he did before. <laughs> anyway, no, my therapist loves me. Yeah. <laughs> Better. Yeah, don't, no one get worried. My therapist loves me. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm really worried for you. Bridget, yes. where's, the, where's the first place you're going to eat when we can go to restaurants again? Oh my God, I'm going to make myself a home-cooked meal, but I'm going to eat it outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Where would I eat? Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go to a steakhouse. Oh, yes. fancy Peter Luger. Peter Luger. Yeah, I've never been. I actually have always wanted to go, and go I've never Peter Luger. Been. You spent $37 on a steak. That's what I want to yeah. No, every time I want to go, my cousins are like, Peter Luger's not that great. We got to go to the Roots Chris. We got to go here. I'm like, oh, my God, shut up, everybody, and their meat pretentiousness. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Sorry. I'm always just happy to have it, you know? Yeah, that's true. But I've never been to Peter Luger either. Neither have I. Maybe we all go together. I think we all go. Let's yeah. All go. I'll take I'll take you and all the other like regular guests of uh, of YPR. So it'll be like us. It'll be Amir, and the four of us will go to uh, <laughs> <laughs> Peter Luger. You can't forget. It'll be nice. Tim, I, your other, I mean, he's not, Tim, he's so, not an intern. Tim is like he owns the company. I think we can. <laughs> Tim's an investor. Tim can call into the meal. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's so mean. <laughs> that's what he deserves. <laughs> Listen, I've lived with Tim now, now for a few, I would say about a, about a month. On and off, yeah. On, <laughs> and he can, he can call in. <laughs> if he comes to the meal, he's taking over that meal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tim him. call in and talk about food sometimes? Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll call in and you tell him about it. That's right. Switch things around on Tim. There you go. Turn the tides on Tim. <laughs> so there's a lot of T sounds in it. That should be your next paper, Bridget. Oh, yeah. Ta-ta-ta-ta. <laughs> now, Bridget, one of the things we do on this show is we, uh, uh, we make predictions for the week. Because uh, oh, the show is on Sundays. 
But the weeks uh, have been so markedly different, Cole. <laughs> they have. And, you know, one of the things that I think that uh, you should keep in mind when you give us your prediction for the week is that right now anything can happen. There's True. nothing, like, too crazy that could happen that's out of the realm of possibility. So you could say, like, you know, this week uh, I'm going to make chicken tikka masala. <laughs> and it, like, could happen. I feel like you danced a little when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're kind of right. <laughs> um, this week, what will happen? This week, I will roast some vegetables for sure. I okay. will take long walks to visit the skyline and talk to it like I have been like a crazy person. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will listen to music that is popular among everybody that we know that I have never listened to before. Oh, okay. Give us, give us an example. Here's the thing. Tell me your favorite artist. My favorite artist? Yeah. Racy! <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'll listen to that person. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. I would recommend starting with the classic. Well, wait, do you like 80s music? I, here's the thing. I, yeah, I've listened. Is 80s music, are you talking about like 80s music in Brooklyn is different than 80s music for the world. Can I tell you that? I think you're right about that, yeah. 80s music in Brooklyn is like, Diamond Girl! Ooh! <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like 80s club music. Yeah. Okay, so basically I'm wondering whether I should recommend you like, uh, um, like 70s rock sound or like a bigger synthy 80s guitar sound. You can recommend me anything. I think I will just, I'm just, I'm trying to educate myself. Okay, you know what? Listen to Board to Run. Oh, yeah. If you really want to be educated, Bridget, might I recommend going for a run with Colby and okay. allowing him to take you through the entire discography <laughs> of Bruce Springsteen. In detail. In hyper detail. <laughs> so much so that it's actually too much information for one job. <laughs> And you have to, it has to be you sp- have to come back to it on another outing. <laughs> she started as like a, a joint lovely run, and by the end she was like running away from you. <laughs> What's funny is that I'm, I actually I hang on every word. <laughs> I know you. Do. I go. And and what happened it. to Brucey next? <laughs> Did he reunite with the E Street Band? Did he find himself, or was the pain? <laughs> 11 too much <laughs> that's my favorite part of the music is the drama the like the stories like that's why yeah. i love rumors the album is very good too but the whole story oh, yeah. behind that album is great yoda apple just came out with an album that we were listening to today that's oh, really fun it's incredible she came out with a new album you today. see today up and now here we go today you friday you have to listen to it today friday oh, 17th not Sunday when this airs or Monday oh, when the right. podcast goes up. Right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry. Last time I, I was I on the radio this wasn't a live radio show. It's not oh. a live radio show, but you still made me late. I can't believe this. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's uh, that Fiona Apple so good. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's so awesome. Good. I love Fiona Apple. Oh, well, then you're going to love this new album. Yeah. Yeah. I have to um, listen to all this stuff. Can I, we were talking about 80s music a second ago. Can I tell you something about Madonna that I just learned? Absolutely. So I've been talking about this on the show lately, this book, Meet Me in the Bathroom, that's like this book all about the, the early 2000s music scene in New York. Mm-hmm. 
And there was uh, this party called Miss Shapes at this like big like loft space in Lower East Side that everybody went to. And it was like this hugely popular thing. And there would always be a celebrity DJ. And one night Madonna came to DJ and she played her own music for a half an hour and then left. She's a badass. <laughs> Which is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh, funny. She, that's like the most Madonna thing she could have done. It's so. really great. It's really, it's so, like imagine her playing anyone else. Oh, like if Madonna. Weird. She doesn't like music. She no, knows, she, she likes Madonna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate that. But I, I wonder if there's ever been a, like a behind the music thing where Madonna has like talked about her influences and I would wonder who they are other than. There has to be. Maybe Cindy Lauper. Or were they contemporary? I feel like they were contemporaries. I think they are contemporaries. But you think Cindy influenced Madonna? Do you see those influences? I wonder. I kind of see it in like in I love movies. Cindy Lauper. Also loved her music. I I don't know. I kind of see it in the like drama of it. Yeah. You know, and and like Persona maybe. Cindy Lauper wrote all the music for Kinky Boots. Yeah. Yeah. She's very she's awesome. She's great. She's She's, she's so versatile, and I think she's underrated. Yeah, she's Definitely. really cool. Yeah. Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper is one of those people that, like, I, like, my parents didn't play me a lot of music when I was a kid, but, mm. like, my, like, my dad had, like, random interests, and one of them was Cindy Lauper. Really? <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, oh, Cindy Lauper, Ricky Lee Jones, Cindy <laughs> Lauper, and, like, that's basically it. Like, when I was a kid, it was, like, these two women are, like... <laughs> <laughs> the only people he ever mentions in terms of musical. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. And I feel like the same about Dolly Parton. Like she's always oh, been yeah. around, but like how prolific she is in general, like only came out recently. Oh, she's amazing. Well, not recently. Maybe came out to my brain recently. Everybody else already knew. Since day one, it feels like. Yeah. There's really like. No end is, to her talent. There's really yeah, not. She wrote, I will always love you. Yeah. And yeah. And that other song in the same day. <gasps> Which, what other one? Jolene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same day? Same day. Same fucking day. Why would She's you write genius in one day? <laughs> Focus on one song. This is like, I, I'm obsessed with stories like this where it's like, the album was, the album that we've been working on for a year is like almost done. But the record company came back and said, there's no hit. So we got to write a song really quick. And then they yeah. do that. And it's like the greatest thing anyone's ever heard. Do you have an example of this? Uh, well, Springsteen did it with No Surrender. But, uh, but also Bob Dylan did it with When I Paint My Masterpiece. And Dolly Parton did it with these two. Really? Yeah. I think La Bamba was written in 15 minutes. What? La, what? La Bamba? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah. that, that I can that see. Has one, yeah, that song has three words in it. <laughs> it's got the same chord structure as Twist and Shout, which had existed for several years by that point. Here's the thing. I really want to tell you, I'm having this conversation with you and I'm fine, but I also mostly don't know what's happening. So no, no, you're, hey, you're, you're hanging in there just fine. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, I listen to an episode where we write a song in 15 minutes. That's a great idea, Cole. Yeah. I, get I, your get your uke. I bet we could do it right now. Right now? Yeah, you want to? You want me to go get my uke? Yeah, get your uke. Okay, I'll be back. Hallie is going to go get her ukulele. We're going to write a song. I love that. And it has to take it has to take 15 minutes. Okay. We're talking verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus <laughs> chorus. I'm the bridge. And then like an outro. All right, Bridget, you ready? 
Yeah. You're, yeah, you're the bridge. You can take the bridge. <laughs> no, I can't. I really, I honestly, I will, I'm gonna, I'm getting hot just thinking about having to do that. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. What kind of chords are we thinking about? Uh, let's see, you got uke. So let's do it kind of like, like a, uh, uh, like a she and him, like mid-tempo, uh, uh, thing. Okay. Okay, I like this. Can you hear this, Bridget? Yeah, 10 out of 10. Okay, good. My computer microphone is really good. All right. All right, reviving with this? I, I like this. That's really nice. <laughs> I can't do two things at once, so you're gonna have to go up with the lyrics really fast. <laughs> all right, all right, cool, cool, here we go. Hold on. Walking in New York at night with Bridget. She's talking to the buildings like they can hear her. I don't know why she's not acknowledging me because I'm standing right here and I could have a conversation. She seems to only want to talk to the buildings. I think she likes that they can't talk back. She doesn't seem to like the things that I say, so she shuts me out and talks to the buildings. She should. Okay, go. Bridget. Yeah. Take take a verse. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so bad. Okay. Talk to the buildings because they don't talk back. I talk to the buildings because I'm insane. I talk to the buildings because they don't talk back. I talk to the buildings because that's their place. <laughs> nice! Here we go. All right, now chorus again. Right? Okay, yeah. Talk to, to the buildings, buildings, talk to the, the buildings, talk to the buildings, talk to the buildings, Bridget does. Talk to the buildings, talk to the buildings, talk to the buildings, Bridget does. Now, right now it's time for the Luther Vandross spoken word part of the song. So just keep them, keep those chords going. One time, me and Bridget were on a walk through the lower streets of Brooklyn. <laughs> and I asked her, do the buildings have different voices if they look different on the outside? And Bridget said, I like to think that all these different building voices come together and make one voice. And I said, what does it sound like? And she said, stop, New York City. Go back in. Talk to the buildings, talk to the buildings, talk to the buildings, Bridget does. Talk to the buildings, talk to the buildings, talk to the buildings, Bridget does. Talk to the buildings, talk to the buildings, join in! Talk to the buildings, that's what I do. Talk to the buildings, talk to the buildings. Talk to the buildings, Bridget does. Now we do. Bridget does. Bridget does. Bridget does. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Ali Haas. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs>
They said it couldn't be done. Oh my god! And yet we did it. I love my mom and dad so much. Thank you guys. Oh yeah, mom and dad forcing Bridget. Come on, Bridget, sing along. Bridget, join in. Join in. The song we're writing for you. I'm sorry if this is offensive, but I feel like this is what it's like to grow up being white. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sure will be. Let's just... (laughs) I feel like that's what it's like. It's like, no, honey, it's your turn. Take a verse. It's okay if it's the psychoest thing that anybody's ever done. Please sing about it. Yes, basically we put you in the back of Adam Scott's car and Step Brothers. (laughs) We're just like, take it, Bridget. You're flat. You're flat, Bridget. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't hear tone. I can't hear melody. I also, I'm only looking at a black screen that says Colby Smith. Lest <laughs> 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 we forget, this is Zoom audio. That's right. That's right. Zoom audio streaming service content, Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Colby also, Smith. Also, I was like worried that this might not work because my Zoom for work is uh, HIPAA compliant because I work for a hospital. Whoa. So I was like, I hope this works, and I there's no problem, right? HIPAA compliant. Yeah. Man. Wow. That's bad. Well, I'm about to tell a bunch of medical secrets. <laughs> well, you can. That's the thing. This is a HIPAA secure line. Oh, so I that's can. awesome. No wonder you're coming through so loud and so clear. Yes, that's right. Uh, because if we need something at the hospital, <laughs> they have to call me in Brooklyn so that I could call for them to the, tell them to go to the hospital. So, Bridget, uh, I would like to now move on to one of our uh, other segments on the show, um, which is irrelevant bullshit. And okay, most this is the what'd you say? I said that is my life. (laughs) Okay, well, this is perfect for you then. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is where we we talk about the things we are watching, reading, or listening to that have nothing to do with the zeitgeist at all. Okay. Um, Have you? Did I talk about elite at all to you? Elite, no. Okay, so Elite is this show on Netflix and it's in Spanish, but it's dubbed in English. And it's basically how to get away with murder mixed with Gossip Girl. And they're like hot Spanish teens. And oh, it's really fun. My God. This sounds great. It's on Netflix, it is, you said? It's so good, yes. And it's on Netflix. And then so, and it's it starts off with a murder. And then like they go through, so what happens is there's like, it's basically Gossip Girl. This is rich prep school. And then there's a public school and some construction company does something shady and the school collapses and one kid gets hurt. So in order to like make like good PR for themselves, they give three scholarships to these like kids in the public school and they make them go to the, the rich school. And then uh, guess what? The rich kids don't like the poor kids and drama ensues. Ooh, Whoa. That's the kind of drama I can get on board with. I was thinking also, the exact are- thing. It's very oh, sexy. Oh. It's very sexy? Is that what you said? It's said? very sexy. I'm like, first of all, these kids have really good lingerie. <laughs> like, they're like 16 years old and have like sets. And I'm like, I don't understand that. And then they're like also very, this very, they're very sexually progressive. <laughs> like, I feel 900, but yeah. They're progressive. Tell us more yeah. about that. What, are they poly? Do they make sure that yeah. everything gets off? Is it like the girls like, I go first because you'll be tired after you come. <laughs> yeah, they're very progressive in that way. Logistically progressive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but what do you mean though? No, I mean, there's like, 
yeah well so there's three seasons and the first season there's like um there's like a couple that's like kind of by and then there's one where it's like kind of like oh no for sure there's like a cuck thing <laughs> like happening oh okay so yeah and like, there's like a poly relationship on. later there's on like, there's some fetish play going on oh, yeah. mm -hmm. and i'm like these are teens what's the yeah Maybe in Spain, everything's much more, you know, along. I will say, when I was a teen, I was very ready to cuck someone. <laughs> I see that for you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then there's this other show called Money Heist, which is like the same. Uh, it's like oh, a Spanish it. show that's dubbed in English. And some of the yes. people from that show are in Money Heist. So. Money Heist, I've actually, I've seen a little bit of. Uh, you do like it? It's No, it's fun. <clears throat> yeah. Money Heist is good. I like it. But yeah. I told my cousins about Money Heist, and they watched the whole thing in two days. And oh I'm like, my God. I, I, I do, okay, that's genuinely my thing. I know that we have all this time right now, but I do not understand how everybody watches everything all the time. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't either. I um, can't sit still for that long. I don't want to. No. I can watch, like, Max, even if it's a show I love, like Great yeah. British Bake Off. Mm. I can watch like two of it back to back at the most. Same. And I'm like loving every, I'm telling you, every minute of it, I am so locked in. But then when the second one ends, I'm like, I think it's time to do something else. Yeah. Even though it's my favorite thing to watch. I disagree. <laughs> I could watch Great British. I could watch three in a row. Okay. But I that's, have, that's, the, that's the cutoff for you. I think so. Yeah. Three hours of t After three hours of TV, I think I'm a little bit like, Wow. Yeah. Can we do something else? Yeah, yeah. And I also suffer from like if we're we haven't watched TV all night, I can't get it going. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you start too late, it's like it's it's over. I I, I like yeah. If it's like 10 p.m. and it's like should we watch? I'm like no. Yeah. I can't think about a screen. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good for your brain. Thank you, Bridge. Mm. You're welcome, Hal. I'm happy. I want I want your brain to be good. <laughs> My brain is perfect. My mom is really funny because she just discovered Netflix. Also, she fucked up my algorithm because she's using my account. Now, all of a sudden, I have all these Arabic movies that are just, like, recommended for you. And I was like, I didn't ask for this, but oh. that's hilarious. you got to make her a profile. I know, but I have to make her a profile. You're right. You I will make her. have to make her a profile. But my mom doesn't understand the difference between TV shows and movies. And she's the same as me, but she just doesn't know. Like, I just don't want to sit still. So she's like, I watch this this movie and I didn't understand it. And I was like, mom, cause it's a TV show. You have to watch the rest of the episode. That's so funny. So funny. So then she was like, oh, also was. on Easter, she was watching like the Vatican mass on YouTube. And then she saw this like link for this like Arabic movie. So she clicked it and she goes, oh, yeah. and then it was like six parts and I couldn't finish like, oh, the whole day, the whole day wasted. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny. She just, she went down her first YouTube rabbit hole. It's true. And then I told her, I was like, mom, because there's different episodes. She's like, no, it's not an episode. There's different parts. So I also taught my mom what the word episode means. And she goes, it's not a TV show. It's an episode. I'm like, I don't understand why you think that's different. <laughs> that's cute. Your mom sounds she, cute. She's very cute. She's very cute. You should get her, whenever this thing is back up and running again, you should, she, you should get her to call the show. Oh my God. I, I miss be... having callers, Bridget. Okay, we can have her call the show. She would oh, love it. I would love calling my show. 
<laughs> my mom's an old lady okay yeah nice one cole Did you let that slip yeah you should call her that when she calls in she's like oh old lady Rascala, how are you <laughs> <laughs> um i'll have my mom call the show for you it'll be mortifying for me but it'll be entertaining for you <laughs> okay cool yeah that would be great yeah preferably when you're not on the episode i would love for her to call yeah <laughs> Hal, yes. do you have any irrelevant bullshit to contribute? Well, I would say maybe all these Appalachian ballads we've been singing on the piano <laughs> is, I would say, pretty irrelevant. Yeah. That's very I, definitely yeah. irrelevant. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I have read two-thirds of the His Dark Materials series in right. about a week. Which I would say is just barely it's out just, of the zeitgeist. I know. Because there I was know. the HBO show. I know. Unfortunately, the HBO show, which I haven't watched, and, and I'll, I'll maybe check it out, but, you know, I'm really in it for the books. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess I have to say that I'm pretty goddamn relevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say that about your taste. What am I doing uh, that's charmingly irrelevant consumption, right now? Yeah. What are we watching? Or what's, what are we doing that's charming? Well, I would say great. It's hard to say Great British Bake Off because that feels evergreen to me. That's extremely so good too. People are always ready to talk about that. And Bon Appetit, I feel like everybody's always talking about. Oh, yes. We should talk about this, Bridget. Uh, we've watched like like six Tom Cruise movies in a row. <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> uh, Mission Impossible 5, Mission Impossible 4, The Last Samurai, Collateral. Minority Report. Minority Report. <laughs> that's five. That's Did we five. do any others? I think that's I think, okay, so We were trying five. to watch Mission Impossible 3, but it don't stream nowhere. Yeah. It was like $6 to rent, and I was like, oh, no. No. Is he worth $6? Not, not now. No. Before I get my stimulus check, no way. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Mission I can't wait to get my stimulus check and then spend that money buying from companies that are going to survive this just fine, like Amazon and Apple and stuff. Yeah, that is the thing, right? Yeah, cannot wait. I'm taking my stimulus check and I'm taking it to a small town and I'm going up and down Main Street, just <laughs> spending wild at these mom and pop. I'm like, I, can I get some sassafras candy, sir? <laughs> like, I want some really, I'm going to keep these small businesses alive in single-handedly like, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Okay. $1,200 will save everyone. Out, okay. That's why we're all getting it, you know? I want that on record. This That's show what stands they want us, us to do. That's what they want us to do. Yeah, you know who you sound like, Hallie, right now? You sound like Neil Young when he wrote Southern Man and he pissed off uh, the Sweet Home Alabama band. What are they called again? You Leonard know. Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Why, well, why, did he, why did he piss them off? Because he wrote this song, Southern Man, that was like, uh, everyone in the South is dumb hick buck. And then they were like, uh, they were, and then they came back in Sweet Home Alabama and they were like, no, Neil Young. They, it's like, Sweet Home Alabama is like a Neil Young diss track. Really? And, yeah, it it's is. So positive. I know. That's well, they so stole funny. they stole the, the the hook from Warren Zevon, but uh, oh, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's the same as Werewolves of London. That like I needed a whole hour. Bring, 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 bring. There is a there is some irrelevant bullshit. Is that I have been diligently watching all of the half hour home concerts that Neil Young has been doing at his house in Colorado, where he lives oh, with so General Hannah. <laughs> With Daryl Hannah. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing about Neil Young is like 
you, you, you listen to his albums and you're like, I'm a pretty big Neil Young fan. I really like these. And then you watch these and he plays songs that you've never heard in your life. Oh, wow. Why haven't you invited me to watch these with you? Um, it's me time, Hallie. I wanted to do it on the air. I wanted to wait till we were live to do it. <laughs> okay. I just like, I watch these and I'm just like, can't wait to hear. Because it's not like I'm a slouch either. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I have a pretty good handle on Neil Young's catalog. And then I watch it and I'm just like, what is this song, bro? And I'm like, he's like, he's challenging me. It's not the hit. That's a good relationship, you know? Like, close. think you know a person. And then all of a sudden they surprise you all and these that's years. That's exactly right. what I look for in a relationship. Someone who I think I know. And then they turn <laughs> completely different <laughs> okay fine. it's a good relationship with the musical artist you're like yeah, i know yeah. all this shit this tired bullshit and then they're like but actually have you heard my shoes under the couch you know that song <laughs> <laughs> you know fancy song my shoes under the couch i, like I talked to building <laughs> what's so great about that bridget is that i could i could feel you looking around i know house. i know me too it's like and there's a shoe under the couch what could the name of this song be oh oh there we are. It's just great to see that the cogs are still a turn. <laughs> Should I say peanut butter next to the ficus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we have a ficus, but I also don't know what kind of plant that is. So it's not a ficus, but it's green. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter next to the ficus was pretty evocative, though. That was very Extremely good. Extremely evocative. Vivid we imagery. Uh, they're very sexy songs, the ones I write about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put oh, next to the ficus Bridget has. Here we go. It's coming back. No! Can you hear this? What should we do? With, what kind of vibe are we going for? For this one, this is like a hot, steamy fuck track. Oh my god, okay. Jesus Christ. Okay, I guess we're fucking in the desert, I guess. It's like, I'm sorry I can't make steamy bass <laughs> notes with my freaking baritone ukulele, okay? This thing is... Yes, and I think that's for the best. So... Desperado. <laughs> okay, we're stopping. Fine. No, I come mean, on. If my surface bring it back, bring it back. Like, no, 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 no. Come on. Sounds. How about this? Ugh, I can't. Well, I can't. Allie, I thought it was very sexy because here's the thing. Sexy is whatever you want it to be. <laughs> you know what? You're right. What's Bridget. a sexy chord? Ooh, that's kind of sexy. There you go. But I can't make it like. What is that? F sharp minor? No, it's an A minor. Okay. There we go. Oh, this is the foreplay is happening right now. <laughs> We're kind of circling each other. The singer and the object of his or her desire. Here we go. What is this song about? I see it in the corner over there. Peanut butter next to the fireplace. I'm gonna pull off your underwear and we're gonna bone. Honey, come closer. Come right over here. I've got a big empty hand and I need to fill it with something. And you're gonna. <laughs> I need to fill 
out with something. That is, that is the sexiest you know. line. I love that. That's Colby with a big empty hand waiting for someone oh to plop god. its ass into his oh hand. You should write soundtracks for porns. Oh my god, I need to fill it with something. Need to fill it with something. <laughs> Gotta fill up that hand with wow. something good. Anyway, well, that was a good one. I thought so too. I thought it was great. So we've come now to the end of the show, Bridget. Um, okay. uh, we have precious few minutes left. Uh, is there any 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 uh, parting words you want to give to anyone? I'll be more fun when this is over. <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's not true. That's not true at all. There's That's not one true. more. Thing. Never be fun. There's one more thing we have to do. What do we have to do? This is a little a little treat we've been doing for people uh, the last couple weeks. Is we've been ending the show with an improv scene. Oh my God. Hallie, you were saying that you, I was like, before the show started, I was like, I don't know if I want to do the improv scene. It kind of seems like a little too much. And Hallie was like, no, you have to do it. Oh my God. He's Hallie. That. He's saying this because he said, and then we ended with an improv scene and I said, you've got to be kidding me. And I rolled my eyes and I screamed a little. What she actually said was, "Ugh, no. <laughs> Honestly, okay. I, I'm on team Hallie here because and you have the benefit of there's n not being a visual for this, but honestly, electronic improv never needs to be done ever again. <laughs> okay, well, I would say this is uh, uh, audio improv. It's different. Yes, and I think it's different. On, on Herald Night. Yeah. This is more like improv for humans. Let's do it. I'm excited. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm very excited. Um, Harold Knight might not exist, so this might be the last improv that ever happens on the planet. That's some sweet goss. I can't wait to catch up with that. I that because, you know, the world without improv would be a sorry place indeed. <laughs> oh, maybe people would have normal hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like welding. <laughs> yes, you know, honestly, it's a dying field. We need more welders. All of the, yeah, all of the time that I was spending on taking improv classes and doing shows I could have been spending on welding, and I would have uh, probably just as much cred to my name at this point. And more money. All right, generator. <laughs> hey, came up with randomwordgenerator.com, and the word that came up was woman. <laughs> that is a random-ass word. For our, I feel like we should get a new one. I think we need a new word. For our scene, for our suggestion. Okay. Here we go. Our word is fix. Fix is pretty good. Fix. Fix. Okay. Honey, we need to call a welder. This, this is broken. You don't need to call one, sweetie. I am a welder. Get out of here. All these years later and I'm still discovering things about you? What a perfect relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, you need me to weld the uh, the uh, uh, the top of the um, peanut butter jar back together. Yes, it does not look good next to the ficus when it's all broken like this. All right, cool. Well, let me get my gear. Uh, you stay here with the babysitter. Okay. I'm so sorry about this. This never happens. My house is usually much more in order. I told you I don't like it when you guys talk in front of me. It makes me feel like you don't see me. You know, most of the time we don't like let babysitters talk down to us like this, but I am very scared of you. You have the most alpha energy in this house. Yeah, well, how else is someone gonna deal with your creepy son? You need me. Hey, I'm hoping it's just a phase and I hope he doesn't always make glue figures of Disney characters. You know, he just- Yeah, and it. they have weirdly large racks. 
he's advanced for his age in a way I think is inappropriate. You know, once you have a kid, you'll understand that any sort of anything that a child does is like beautiful in the eyes of a parent. Okay. Yeah, and this like, thing that's weird now is going to be great when he gets older. Oh I'm so God. sorry. Do you hey, like that? Hi. Hi, Brandon. Hey, I thought we could watch Aladdin tonight. Get inspiration yes. for my next project. Brandon, oh. I think it would be better if we watched something that's a little more age appropriate for a 12 year old. How about, um, wild God. things. What? Wild things. No, not wild things. I was thinking maybe something like South Park or, what? I don't know, Bob's Burgers. You want to watch Bob's Burgers with me? No, I don't want to watch anything with you. Can we bring him back to his room? <laughs> I will let you do whatever since you do run this house when you're here. Like, as the babysitter, he is the baby and you are taking care of him. Hey, Mom. The baby. Hey, Mom. Yeah. You got plans tonight? Um... Where are you going? I'm, I'm gonna go catch a catch a white wine at night with the girls. You know, little girls' night. Girls' night. Mm-hmm. Is that okay with you, sweetie? You're gonna catch a white wine with the girls. Yes, I'm gonna catch a white wine. I don't want to say I'm going to a bar, but I'm going to a bar. That's awesome. Hey, when you're out, could you maybe pick up more glue from my figurines? Absolutely. How many? I, I keep making the boobs too big and they keep falling off. Brandon, let's just run to your room, okay? Okay, okay let's okay. go. Let's go. Okay. Okay, the peanut butter jar is fixed. Thank God. Now I don't have to look like a fucking idiot in front of our babysitter. Why do I always look so stupid in front of her? And scene. <laughs> <laughs> perfect way to act. That was perfect. That See, was, and you were worried. That was the best. That was incredible art. Everything I was worried. I, like, th there was incredible art, perfect scene, everything made sense, all that stuff. And I want to say that I'm not shitting on your wanting to do this. I don't think improv should be done, uh, like, visually <laughs> on a screen. Yeah, no, I know, I know, and I agree. Yeah. That's why we are turning off the cameras for the show. Yeah. yeah. This show that is usually filled with cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Usually yeah, usually we webcast it like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Bridget. Yes, Cole. I want to say to you, thank you for joining us today. It was so fun I, to talk to you. Oh, thank you so much. I just want to say to you that I'm getting paid by my job to be here right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, good. That's awesome. That's what we want to hear. And HallieHouse.com. <laughs> Uh, check out my website, everyone. Uh, my new videos are up uh, under uh, under character vids. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good stuff up there, folks. A lot of good stuff up there. You know, everybody during quarantine is taking a break, and Hallie's just working harder, look at, making us all look like fools, and I love it. Quarantine has changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> Her output has not slowed. If anything, it has increased. It, I would say my output has increased. I would say it has as well. Yeah. Yeah. I would say people hold you back, Hal, and I think you're ready <laughs> to, like, get them out of your way. I need to get people out of my way. That's exactly right. And, of course, people who are looking uh, for more fun audio content should keep listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, uh, well, what is it? Uh, Two Thumbs Undecided is up next. <laughs> keep that dial tuned. Bridget, thanks again. What do you say we turn on the vid and, and catch up a little bit? Sure. Off the air. That's right. Bye.